All right, this is Calling Plays with Kaylee. I am an upcoming sports reporter, and I also interview kids, and I interview professional athletes as well. And thank you for listening to Pro Sports Podcasters, and we are signing out. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. BetUS Sportsbook is your ultimate destination for online betting. With sports betting, live betting, racebook, online slots, and online casino. It's available across the U.S. and Canada. Use the code PSP to receive a massive sign-up bonus. Welcome back to the Process Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sydney Wallace-Bruce. Thank you for listening. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that, especially this busy time of year. Make sure... Uh, to subscribe to the show and also leave a review because that helps us out and it also helps Kobe and Justin to sleep at night. Isn't that right, Justin? This is Justin. I, I haven't been able to sleep at night knowing that we've cracked 10,000 followers on social media, yet for some reason there isn't much or aren't many uh, comments on any of our videos in terms of uh, like hosting podcasts over at uh, Apple, for instance, which for instance, for I shouldn't say for instance, uh, Kobe actually mentioned that people have tried, but it's not like not an easy system or something. I don't I don't know what the issue is with Apple there, but we, we just need we just need more reviews, people. That's all I'm saying. Like we love you, but please give us a review. Indeed, indeed, it's just a small way of saying thank you, and we appreciate that. Costs you nothing, and again, it's a big help. Now, let's get on with the show. Justin, we got a special guest. I'm excited. I'm excited. He's talking about one of my favorite sports, football. She's joining us from the the lovely, the peach state of Georgia. She's the host of Calling Plays with Kaylee. She just wrapped up season eight, and she's here to tell us about that and more. It's Kaylee Hood. Kaylee, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? We're very well. Very well. Pleasure to have you on the show. So, Kaylee, tell us a little bit more about your show and also how you got into business that you're in today all right so the name of my show is calling plays with kaylee i started that up in august of 2020 uh first i was just strictly doing you know basketball games i was covering like top 10 lists i did a few mlb lists and then i started doing interviews with kids i then did an interview with a kid in my hometown and that did really good so i switched over to doing interviews with youth sports. I've worked with some XFL players. I worked with an ESPN commentator. I worked with a retired NFL player. And ever since then, I just stuck with interviewing. I love doing it. And I love getting to know people. And a fun fact, my favorite sport is basketball, but I mainly work with football kids. And I actually got into the sports world 
in 2020 as well. Um, I went down to a radio station, which my good friend invited me to, to see what was going on with his friend. He had a podcast as well. And I asked him like, hey, how can I start my own, you know, podcast up? And he gave me some pros and cons. And I went home, took notes. It took me a whole year to start everything up. And ever since then, it just took off a little bit. It's a beautiful thing. You mentioned an ESPN commentator, so I immediately that reminded me of when we chatted with Terrence Moore, who you may have met on your journey. He's down in Atlanta. Shout out to Ter- Terry. He's he's been on a quite the journey himself in the media world, and it's it's a beautiful thing that you love both basketball and football. We're in Toronto, and the Atlanta Hawks are up here. They they played on Wednesday night. Yeah. Trey Young had a pretty big game, but he wasn't able to hold off the Raptors, which is a little bit of a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Take us through a little bit of that, if you don't mind. What's your thoughts on the Hawks this season? Um, So the Hawks this season, I feel like we're okay in a way. Um, I feel like our defense has gotten a little better, you know, compared to last year. And, you know, we had the changes. You know, we had John Collins leave. He went to Utah Jazz, so... I feel like that was an okay move for us. And, yeah, we got Trey and DeJounte carrying the team. So I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I remember Atlanta, they were they made a, a pretty, uh, I would say, a zippy run in the postseason last year, mm-hmm. last season. Yes. Uh, yeah, but like you said, they, they got to get that D up a little bit. I think, like you said, Trey Young holds it down. They got John Collins as well. Wait. They do have John Collins anymore. They have John Collins. Anyway, it runs through Trey Young. You've got to keep him happy. Maybe, maybe get him another big man. What say you, Justin? I mean, yeah, 100% they need a bigger big man going on there. But as a Raptors fan, I'm kind of okay if you come to our neighborhood and we stomp the yard in, in uh, Jurassic Park, if you know what I'm saying. But, <laughs> but moving forward, Kitty, who do you think is the all-time best Atlanta Hawk player? Whoa, you already know I'm going to say Dominique Wilkins. There we that's, go. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite Hawk right there. Really? And, yes. I mean, can, can I ask why? Um, I just love how he played on the court, you know. It was really good. <laughs> it I mean, was good. Yeah. Huh? No, 100%. I mean, I'm definitely kind of a huge fan of the way he played and the way he kind of handled the ball. He handled the ball really well. Um, great shooter. He was just a great person on the court. And someone else that I liked during the Atlanta days, uh, it was Josh Smith, like 2013, around that time. That was a time to be like an Atlanta Hawks fan because, listen, Atlanta had that squad in 2013 all the way up to 2015. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So here, for instance, I thought you were going to say, because uh, we were talking about Toronto, I thought you were going to go off and say Vince Carter was your favorite, but uh, guess guess not. Oh, um, no, but I like what he did in Atlanta, you know. He had a nice little run there. He showed up and dribbled the ball. Yeah, he yeah he, he wasn't my favorite, but he, he got the job done. Let, let's face it. Literally, Atlanta Hawks did that as like a thank you for him being in the in the business. Like he, there was no reason for him to be there. <laughs> he was a veteran presence. 
that's all it was. Yeah. Um, they really didn't need him. No, they really didn't. Same way how they didn't need Carmelo Anthony, like, for what? So why does Atlanta do that? Why do they take a bunch of old timers and they're like, thank you for your service? That's a a really good question. I would love to ask someone that question. Like, why do y'all do that? (laughs) Are they just like, listen, listen, we appreciate what you did. Here's a bunch of money to go to some certain conventions where people partake in removing of clothes. Uh, enjoy retirements. That's, that's I imagine James Harden is going to want to go there for that reason. James Harden, uh, I don't know. I don't even want to. I mean, listen, he's already causing a stir in, in L.A. and he just kind of got there. So I see there after this, like we saw, we just saw Draymond Green get suspended. Is that inevitably? Like, is he never coming back? I don't know. But regardless. I, th- I think James Harden might just get eventually suspended because he can't commit to a team or he's just going to end no. up with the Atlanta Hawks because Atlanta Hawks and just take everybody at the stage. What, what's no, I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll take him. No. Challenge accepted. I don't think they'll take him. No, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean they I, don't need to, because I don't think he'll get like, you know, enough play time or whatever, but you know, James Harden, he would not make it in Atlanta because you know, he loves a strip club. He really does. Like it's I think he has a stripper addiction. Yeah, um and his bestie already lives in Atlanta, little baby. That wouldn't be great at all. I had no idea those two knew each other. Yes. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it was all on Twitter one day. They were all hanging out, James Harden and little baby, and I was just like, "Wow. What a crazy link up." This is what the world has come to. Yes. Now, because you brought it up, Justin, Kayla, I got to ask, have you been to Magic City? And if you have, what are the wings like there? So, no, I haven't been to Magic City yet. I would love to go. You know, everyone says, oh, hey, you should try the lemon pepper loo wings. And that's the only reason why I would like to go there, just for the wings and the catfish dinners. Catfish dinner? Catfish dinner. Okay. No, okay, we're yeah. gonna bring the food up up to the uh this part of the interview. We're gonna let say that for them. What is what is a catch catfish dinner? I mean you know, you get you a piece of catfish and it comes with two sides. Catfish. Okay. Catfish yeah, that's normally catfish. what I get on my dating app, but um okay. <laughs> Go on. Really? Oh my god. No. Oh no. no. <laughs> We love some catfish down here in the South now. Okay. You're not selling Georgia to me. Atlanta was one of the places, well, the state of Georgia is one of the places I wanted to visit, like Savannah and Atlanta and the different places. But I don't know if if you guys like catfish that much. Maybe I'll I'll just stay in Canada. <laughs> really, uh, really good. All right, I, I'll I'll make sure I try the food, catfish. Indeed, indeed. Not but just, just get the wings. I'm whenever I like get the opportunity to go there, I'm gonna get the uh lemon pepper loo wings. Le- lemon pepper loo wings, Justin. Yeah. There you go. Next time you're doing a show down there, lemon pepper loo wings. I did a show in Atlanta one time at a strip at a strip club, Jesus, at a comedy club called um, <laughs> Oh, was it the uh, the Skull Laughing Skull something Skull? This is like the pre-pandemic era, and that was the only time whenever I walked in to do a show, the audience knew who I was because people in Atlanta know how to promote 
they're entertainers. Like mm-hmm. I walked in like, oh my God, you're Justin, we've seen you on the poster. And I was like, hi, who? <laughs> and they're like, you're from Canada. And I'm like, yeah, you don't have an accent though. And I'm like, thank you. Like, <laughs> like you guys are like oh super God. friendly in like a nice, wholesome, not creepy, kind of creepy way. Like I loved it. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Now, Kaylee, just quickly, we were talking about mm-hmm. veterans before on the Hawks. Have you seen much of Pat, Pat, Patty Mills? The, uh, no, the, the Australian veteran has he, he hasn't got no. many minutes this season. No, um, no, I haven't. What Patty Mills? Yeah, he's on the Hawks. He is. Yeah, this he just signed this off season. Oh, I had no idea about that. Nobody said anything about that. That would have been like on Sham's Twitter page or something like that. I didn't see none of that. No, he did it. He did it on the quiet. Actually, I think he was traded. I believe he was traded from Oklahoma. It was one of those odd trades where, like, like someone's traded and you know he's not going to sign with that, remain on that team for longer than a week, and then yeah, he ended up mm-hmm. at, at Atlanta. But yeah. all good, all good. Uh, let's switch gears for a minute. Let's go to the the football, the pigskin, for a moment. Okay. NBC Boston reported this week that the Patriots are. They're going to move on from Bill Belichick in one way or another at the end of the NFL season. Bill Belichick's been there for the best part of, well, for over 20 years. What are your, what's your take on that? You said Bill Belichick and who else? Bill Belichick will be leaving the Patriots at the end of the season. Oh, really? I See, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'll be paying attention to basketball. I mean, I'm a football girly, but it's only college. I'm an Auburn fan. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Wait, you said you're an Auburn fan? I'm an Auburn fan. Yes, but... Dang, Bill Belichick is... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, uh, while we let that sink in, because when I heard it, it was was a shock. I was thinking, wow. He's been coaching for as long as Justin's been alive, pretty much. Coaching in New England, pretty much. I mean, you're 24, aren't you, Justin? I'm 29. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> we celebrated my 28th together. We don't count 2020, 2021, <laughs> and 2022. You don't count the pandemic years like that. Don't worry about it. Just I'm 26 and holding. Put an asterisk next to those years. But, all right, okay, let's talk some Georgia then. Let's talk some CFP. Is Georgia, were they robbed? Should they have been in the Final Four? I know they're in the, the one of the two teams that missed out pretty much in terms of the CFP for the New Year's Day matches, but do you think they were worthy of making it to the college playoff? Um, yeah. Oh, this a... Lord, Auburn, don't beat me up. But yes, Georgia, that's a pretty solid team. You know, defense is wonderful. Kirby Smart, that's hell of a coach right there. You think Nick Saban is a great coach? Kirby Smart, that that's a great-ass coach. And I feel like they should have made it. But, you know, things happen. Do you have a, a favorite for the national championship? No. No? No. No. War Eagle over here. Oh, right, right. So you don't, you don't really care who wins. <laughs> I really don't care. I'm just, if I even watch it. Oh, like that. You're 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 like dyed in the wool. You're like yeah. Justin and his, his hockey team, like yep. when, when they lose he's like 
I'm going on holiday. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I have canceled um, interviews because the Leafs have been embarrassed. Pretty much. Yeah, I yeah, remember one I... of those, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, so coming back to the NBA because we love this. Fun fact, Patchy Mick. Pat, oh my gosh. Patty Mills, not Patchy Mix, that's an MMA fighter. Patty Mills um, <laughs> was with your Brooklyn Nets knee before he got he unequivocally was. traded to the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. And after that, yeah, okay. Which you're right. If I signed with the Brooklyn Nets, I'd want to get out as quickly as possible, too, <sighs> just because. Now, Katie, sorry, Kaylee. What is your yeah. thoughts on the in-season basketball tournament this year? Like the first time ever, do you feel like it was a success or no? No, it sucked really bad. It was not good at all, and they don't need to bring it back. Really? Wow. So I didn't. I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, I'm gonna be honest. You... Huh? Go on, go on, go on, go on. No, go on. So the it just wasn't giving at all. Um, I lost a lot of money due to that tournament, and I just wasn't feeling it. And it was pointless uh, to me. I mean, so do you watch European soccer at all? No. No? Okay, so this is kind of where they got inspired from. Like, Adam Silver has gone on the record to say that he is a huge EPL fan or, like, European soccer fan, and they have in-season tournaments. Typically, they have two, sometimes three, depending on your domestic cup. So he was trying to pull a page out of that to see if that would do well in North American audiences because it's done well in North American MLS as you guys would know with your Atlanta team who keeps freaking doing well. So I think he was trying to try it here. I think it's going to go on next year again, but I think if it has the same or worse results, it will get canceled. But I don't think it's the last time we're going to see it. Plus the players get an incentive, $500,000 if they win. So that's not too bad. Hmm, That's not bad, but I just didn't enjoy it. Like how how I would enjoy a regular basketball game. That's on TNT or something like that. So here's my 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 only qualm with the play-in tournament. It's it was too short. It happened too quickly. There was no lead. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it just kind of shoved you in there. Now I get it. If, if they're trying the European standard of of European football, trying to make it into North American basketball, well, I feel like what they should have done is they should have made it all of September October, hyping it up, and then starting yeah. in the new year is when the tournament should have began and only make it go until about March, which the winner of that, make it an incentive, make it the winner of that automatically gets into the playoffs, removing one person from the potential playoff contention, which is the mm-hmm. play in tournament, which you can argue is just a mid season tournament again. And then that way it just makes it more worth the time and investment of fans. Cause you can have like the world, you can have, you'd be plagued with injuries in the first half. Everybody yeah. has a broken leg, but everybody comes back, wins the play-in tournament, and now you're in despite the fact you shouldn't be. How exciting is that? Like, that's actually pretty yeah. good. So I just feel like a little – some tweaking needs to be done, and Adam Silver can do it, and they can have a good season tournament. Yeah, um, and I feel like it was giving – um. You know, during COVID, when they had the All-Star Weekend in Atlanta, how rushed it was put together. Mm-hmm. That's what it was giving. Um, and I felt like they should this should have been a summer thing, not like during the season. Ooh. Yeah. I, um, how actually let's run with that idea for a second. Nee. Mm. Would you watch a summer tournament if that summer tournament's team who won was automatically entered into the playoffs? But you, here's a, here's the caveat. 
you can't play with your starting five from that team. Oh, we already had that, Justin. That's the FIBA World Cup. No, I get that. I get that. <laughs> but as soon as you put FIBA, as soon, no, nobody pays attention. You put FIBA, they don't care. They care. But if you say, listen, this tournament will get you an automatic guarantee into the playoffs round one in the um, summer. So months advanced. I'll say this because that's that's a dangerous path, Justin. So I do like the idea of having the incentives. I, the, the, the idea of the every player getting half a million dollars has been great. But it, that means from... LeBron James to the 15th or 16th man on the bench, everyone's getting paid. That was huge. And especially in Las Vegas where it's tax-free, uh, that's a real incentive. I, I actually like – I'm going to get to your question in a moment. I'm just going to say that I actually like the tournament because there have been way too many seasons where November and December is just extended preseason. Guys are not showing up like with energy. The, the games are just – it's like a going through the motions. I feel like we've got a revitalization of this first quarter of the season through this tournament. Now, would I want this in summertime? Probably not, because we already have the summer league, and yeah. that's really where you want the young players to get get their get their reps in. To have a a tournament with the veterans, you're gonna piss off the union for a start, and. You, Doing it in and around like World Cups and Olympics, eh, is that's going to be tricky. But that's so, kind of what I'm saying. You take the juniors and you put them in. I hear you. I hear you. So me personally, I still prefer to have it in, in season. But in terms of the incentive of having a playoff spot, there definitely should be some sort of incentive other than the cash. So I would like to see maybe an extra draft pick. Okay. Um, or... <laughs> Do what basically is doing, say that the team that wins gets home court advantage, uh, home court advantage throughout the their their half of the playoffs, maybe even all the way through to the to the to the NBA finals, or their conference gets home court advantage in the NBA finals. It is dangerous to give a team a playoff spot at the end of the season in the postseason for winning such a tournament because then you could encourage a team like say New Orleans. Let's, I'm just using them as an example. I know they've been successful the last couple of seasons, but the Pelicans could win said in-season tournament and then just tank, knowing that they're going to get into the playoffs anyway and they could get themselves a better uh, chance in the lottery. That's what we don't want to see. That's why I'm a little bit against the idea of having a playoff spot as a reward for winning the in-season tournament. I don't want to encourage teams to tank, knowing that they get into, into the playoffs anyway. Because you know a team's going to do it when they have that opportunity. Kelly, what are your thoughts? Kelly? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> what do you think of the idea of having a tournament in the summer? I feel like it'll be great because all right, it's going on the tournament is going on right now during the season and I feel like it's kind of throwing things off with the regular NBA games and then you have a tournament um and this shit okay, I'm not going to lie. Um August through October would be would have been a perfect time like the beginning of October before the season starts, the regular NBA, so yeah. Okay. 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 What What about this? I feel like we're negotiating now. 
What about the in-season tournament at the beginning of the season? So, like I said, that, that late September, like after Labor Day, going into the fall, and then it kind of kicks off the season a little bit. Like in mm. that October, maybe it finishes in early November. Mm. Yeah, I like it. But the NBA season usually starts like mid October. That's oh, right. Oh. Yep. Because I think we still want the games to count. We don't want these games to be in addition to the NBA season. The players' union they won't have. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the games still count towards regular season standings. But yeah, if you had it at the start of the season, that would be fine. I'd be okay with that. Yep. Yep. How about that, Justin? Does that work for you? As long as we have the juniors playing and that the reward is still the same, what I suggested, I am more than okay with that idea. So, so <laughs> just on that, let's run, let's run with that a little bit more. Mm. You say a playoff spot. Are we talking one of the top six first round spots? Or are we talking a play-in spot? Oh, a uh, play-in spot. Oh, nothing crazy. Okay, nothing okay, crazy. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. Right. right. We're just taking it from somebody who was going to struggle anyways. So, like the it, Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Probably, most likely, the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, fuck. They're we're not doing well. We keep oh putting. Uh, well, so the thing is with the Raptors in nine hundred five, like we have a bunch of two way contracts right now, and our new guy Grady Dick plays in Mississauga for the nine hundred five Raptors. And if I had money, I would go watch him. It's only twenty five dollars, but my god, that's still money. So, <laughs> like, it's kind of nice that Raptors have the development league, and it's fun to watch, especially in my backyard. But it's just kind of poopy because it's like, bro. This kid was supposed not save us, but he was supposed to do a little better than this. It is his first season, so I'm not going to give him too much hardship. But like, bro, we have to start tanking. Like, we have to. We just have to poop the bed in every way. <laughs> yep. Well, all right, Kaylee. So we're at the end of the year. Uh huh. 2024 is coming. So give us yes, a bold I'm prediction so excited. for the rest of 2024. About what I'm doing, right? It could be what you're doing. It could be Auburn uh, okay. season. Okay, so I think the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I do not think the Lakers will be winning the uh, conference finals. I, I, that's just my opinion. Don't come attacking me. Everyone has their own opinion. I'm just letting y'all listeners know. Okay, we appreciate that. Well, our listeners appreciate that. As, as a 49ers fan, I do not appreciate that. But please, go on, continue. <laughs> yes. Um, and for me, I have a bunch of interviews with kids that I'll be doing, Um, you know, mainly football kids. And I dropped my season eight on January 18th. And I'm super duper excited. And that's about it. I don't have much planned for 2024 right now. You know, I'll kind of go with the flow a little bit. Very good, as you should this holiday season. Now, just quickly, mm-hmm. you touched on some of the some athletes even speaking to. Are any of those athletes going to be declaring for the for the NFL draft this spring? So, no. Ha- the kids that I work with, they're in, like, middle school, high school. But one of my kids over in Belgium, they got – They've recently uh came from an NFL academy. Um, they got selected with like a couple other kids to go over there to do like some training and all this cool stuff. So no, not yet. Um, and 
hopefully one day whenever yeah soon because some of them graduate in 27 uh 28 so that's they have like a little minute before they end up going to the nfl that's if they want to go to the nfl i'm pretty sure they do but all right we'll be watching this space we'll be watching this space closely now in terms of your space where can our audience find you on social media all right so i have a twitter it's calling plays it's calling with a k and uh, I post everything on there. I post like my links and stuff. Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. I'm on, yeah, you name it. There we go. So make sure you check that out. And also, if you enjoyed the the lovely chat, make sure you leave a rating. And if you didn't enjoy the chat, leave a review. Yeah, we just want to hear from you guys. Like we love you so much. We cracked that number. It's a beautiful number. But y'all gotta start showing us some support like that. Like, it messes with the algorithm. It looks kind of embarrassing. Not going to lie. Y'all have a lot of fucking followers on... I'm sorry for cussing. <laughs> no, it's all good. Sorry, we're in Canada. It's okay. a lot of, y'all have a lot of followers on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. We've been doing this for a little bit. We've uh, actually... The guy you're talking to, Nee, is our headhunter. So he goes... Really? and he Yeah, he finds us everybody. And Nee came from... Oh, a, from my like gosh. A, right? And Nee came from a background of... Uh, like Australian management of some type of uh-huh. things like banking or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's really good. First off, the accent really helps. People are like, oh, well, <laughs> yes, sir. Like, I'm not like, come on. It's okay. You, like, I'm a little wooed every time he talks to me. And I've known him for like four years, five years. Mm, maybe. Five so, maybe. Five years. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty helps. But like, I'm sure knee, like, without knee, there would be no us. He is the backbone yeah. very much to this. He does the legwork when it comes to it. And keep in mind, there's three of us versus like somebody who runs solo. Like, I don't know if you have a partner or anything, but running a podcast no. by yourself. Right. So doing it solo, it's, it's hard. It's a financial burden. It's mm-hmm. um, a lot of, a lot of personal stuff can get in the way. Like if I'm sick, at least I have near Kobe can step in and take my place or vice versa. So having a team versus going solo definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah, but you're doing Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing well. Absolutely. Yeah, keep it up. Definitely. I run my uh, podcast all by myself, and it's not the easiest at all. There are days where I do not want to do anything. I just want to lay in bed all day. I don't feel like scheduling interviews or reaching out to kids about coming on for an interview, uh, talking to parents. I just. I don't be in the mood sometimes, but I have to get out of my ways and I have to be like, hey, I want to be somebody in life. I want to, you know, go. Hopefully, so my dream is to be on the SEC uh, network. That's my dream. Nice. Yeah. Anything is possible. Yeah, I'm trying to work really, really hard. And yeah, I just... I just cannot give up. If you're listening to this, please do not give up. Please keep going. You got this. There we go. That's the message that we need for 2024. There we go. Yes. I like that a lot. Yes. Yes. Your time is coming. Do not get discouraged. There we go. Sometimes it's not a denial. It's just a delay. Yeah. Timing yeah. is always correct. That's Absolutely. Exactly absolutely i was pretty shocked when y'all had found me because i was like who are these people (laughs) (laughs) well we connected and it was a beautiful thing so we appreciate your time 
for that. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasters experience, where no sport is left behind.